Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's time for Football Friday Live on the Foxman Sports Network. So sit back and get ready as we preview all the hard-hitting action in high school, college, and pro football. Now with all the information here on Football Friday Live, it's your host, the Foxman, Jeremy Fox. Welcome to the 2018 Iowa High School Football Playoff Update here on our Football Friday Live, which normally is our Football Friday Live Saturday scoreboard show here on the Foxman Sports Network, but it is giving you the update after the first round of the Iowa High School Football Playoffs. And the pairings as well will be revealed from the uh, quarterfinal matchups coming up here in Iowa High School Football. We'll start in Class 4A and kind of take a look at the Class 4A games for you real quick. In bracket A, we have... Southeast Polk at Ankeny Centennial. We had Cedar Rapids Prairie at Johnson. In bracket B, Ankeny was at Valley, Valley West Des Moines. Fort Dodge at Dowling Catholic High School. Actually, that game was played over at Des Moines East. In bracket C, Indianola at Cedar Falls. We had Urbandale at Waukee. In bracket D, it was Cedar Rapids Kennedy at Iowa City West. And in Pullman Valley at Bentdorf. In bracket D, as we go to the Class 4A first round scores, let's start in bracket A. And it was Southeast Polk. Getting the upset victory over the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. Southeast Polk, a 21-17 win over Ankeny Centennial. So the Southeast Polk Rams go to 5-5 five five on the year. Centennial will finish out the year at 9-1 on the season. Cedar Rapids Prairie and the Hawks making the long pull to Johnston, but it is the Johnston Dragons getting a 28-14 win over Cedar Rapids Prairie. So Prairie and the Hawks ended the season out at 7-3. Johnston advances the record to 8-2 in bracket A. We'll talk about that matchup in just a moment here. In bracket B scores, it was Ankeny and the Hawks losing it to Valley West Des Moines at 20, uh, by the score of 24-21. So the Ankeny Hawks in their season at 5-5. Five and five. The Valley Tigers who advanced their record to 10 in all, and they will face off against their arch nemesis, the Dowling Catholic Maroons, as the Maroons of Dowling Catholic had a 41 to nothing win over Fort Dodge, and really it was key because Fort Dodge turned the ball over on their first possession. Drake Miller running the football up the middle, got the ball locked loose. A couple plays later, it was in the end zone on the touchdown by Jason Murray to get the Dowling Catholic Maroons really their advantage in that football game, and that was all she wrote. And that one is Fort Dodge went the season out at 7 and 3. Dowling will finish to go to now to eight and two and get a rematch against the team that beat them earlier in the year, the Valley Tigers of West Des Moines. In bracket C, it was the Cedar Falls Tigers getting a 48 to 14 win over the Indianola Indians. So Indianola finishes out at six and four, losing the last four games in a row, including three before the playoffs, and then losing the first round playoff game to Cedar Falls. The Cedar Falls Tigers advance the record to ten and zero, and will play another game at the Unidome in Cedar Falls, and they will play Waukee because the Waukee Warriors able to win at home with a score of forty two to twenty two. Over the Urbandale Jayhawks, the Waukee Warriors advance the record to eight and two on the year, and Urbandale finishes the season at six and four. In bracket D, Cedar Rapids Kennedy went on to Iowa City West, but it was Iowa City West getting this one, 38-14 over Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Iowa City West advancing their record to nine and one, and Cedar Rapids Kennedy and the Cougars will finish the season out at six and four. And when you look at those four losses for Cedar Rapids Kennedy, 
they certainly cannot be disappointed about those four losses. They were strong four losses this year for the Cedar Rapids Kennedy Cougars. In the other matchup, Bentendorf gets to Pleasant Valley for the second time this year, and Bentendorf gets a 31-14 win over Pleasant Valley. So the Bentendorf Bulldogs go to 9-1 of the year, and Pleasant Valley finishes the season out at 5-5. Five and five. So your quarterfinal games coming up in Class 4A will go this way in bracket A. It is Southeast Polk, 5-5 five and five at the Johnston Dragons, 8-2 in bracket A. In bracket B at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines, the Dowling County West Des Moines Maroons at 8-2 and two will take on the Valley Tigers. So West Des Moines at 10-0. and oh. In bracket C, it'll be the Wonkey Warriors at 8-2. and two. Going against the Cedar Falls Tigers at 10-0. and 0. That game will be at the Unidome Dome in Cedar Falls. And in bracket D, Bentendorf 9-1 at Iowa City West 9-1. Two great 9-1 teams going against each other in bracket D. When I look at these matchups here in the 4A quarterfinals real quick here, I, I'm intrigued by the Southeast Polk Johnson team because I think the Southeast Polk team is a good 5-5 five and five team. They got in the playoffs on a four and five record, and now you're going to say the teams at four and five shouldn't get into bowl, or shouldn't get into the playoffs. Similar like I hear in the discussion of college football, but this Southeast Polk team is a good four and five team that made the playoffs, and they showed that why when they defeated Ankeny Centennial. Second time going I know against Ankeny Centennial, they got that win against Ankeny Centennial. Southeast Polk, a good four and five team, now a five and five team. Got to go to the Johnson Dragon team. Johnson can't look past this game. Not knowing who their next opponent will be. It could be Waukee. It could be Cedar Falls. It could be Bentendorf. It could be Iowa City West. It could be Valley or Dowling. Not sure who that's going to be. You can't look past this game if you're the Johnson Dragons, I think. And we kind of saw that for Southeast Polk or for Ankeny Centennial. They looked past Southeast Polk maybe a little bit on Friday night. Lost that game to Southeast Polk and the Rams. The Dowling County Maroons, they get that rematch against the Valley Tigers. Two losses on the year for Dowling County. One to Ankeny Centennial. A team they don't have to worry about having to go on in the playoffs. And the Valley Tigers in West Des Moines were the other two was the other team to beat them um, earlier this year. And that game was played at Drake Stadium. So the Valley Tigers and the Dowling Maroons could be on a tough game in uh, bracket B. In bracket C, Waukee having to go on the road to Cedar Falls. Going to be a tough matchup there. It's going to be a good matchup, I think, but it's going to be tough for Wonky having to go on the road to Cedar Falls. And you got Bentendorf and Iowa City West. That's certainly sure to be a good matchup in your Class 4A quarterfinal matchups. On to Class 3A now. When we look at the Class 3A bracket for you, look at the matchups that were here in the Class 3A. In bracket A, we had Bishop Heelan of Sioux City having to go to Sergeant Bluff Luton, and Spencer was to Norwalk. In bracket B, Carroll at Lewis Central of Council Bluffs. Harlan had to go all the way to Oskaloosa. In bracket C, Pella was at Cedar Rapids Xavier. Clear Creek Amanda at Decora. In bracket D, Epperton Western Dubuque at Solon. And Waverly Sherlock was at North Scott in bracket D. Now, your Class 3A first-round scores. In bracket A, it was Sergeant Bluff-Luton with a 42-0 win over Bishop Heelan. Uh, Catholic of Sioux City. Sergeant Bluff-Luton goes to 9-1 of the year. Sioux City Bishop Heelan finishes out at 7-3 on the season. And the other one, it was Spencer with a 24-20 win over Norwalk. So Spencer advances the record to 8-2. Norwalk goes and finishes the season out at 6-4. In bracket B now, it was Little Central Council Bluffs. 51-7 win over Carroll. Harlan got the upset win on the road in Oskaloosa. 36-14 over the Oskaloosa Indians. So Harlan goes to 7-2 on the year. Oskaloosa finished the season out at 9-1. Going back to Lewis Central Council Bluffs, they're now to 10-0 on the year. 
or sorry, Harlan goes to eight and two. Oskaloosa to eight and two on the year as well. Carroll is six and four, finishing out the year six and four. And Lewis Central County Plus goes ten and zero on the year out of bracket B with the ball games from Friday night. In bracket C now, Cedar Rapids Xavier got a fourteen to six win over Pella and the Dutch over at Saintsville and Cedar Rapids, and it was Decorah and the Vikings getting a seventeen to six win over to the Clear Creek Amatic Clippers in Decorah on Friday night, setting up a good matchup there. In bracket D now, it will be the final scores out of that one will be Epper Western Dubuque, 48-13 win over Solon, and Epper Western Dubuque will go to the record at 8-2. Solon now to a record at 9-1 on the air finishing seat, down to 9-1. And you've got a where North Scott of Eldridge getting a 39-9 win over Waverly Sherlock. North Scott going to the record at 9-1 on the year. Waverly Sherlock finishes not at 8-2. And at two. Now let's look at the Class 3A quarterfinal matchups. We'll start in bracket A. We've got Spencer at 8-2, going to be at Sergeant Bluff-Luton, 9-1. That game will be at Sergeant Bluff-Luton High School. In bracket B, we have Harlan 8-2 at Lewis Central of Council Bluffs, 10-0 over Titan Stadium there in Council Bluffs. In bracket C, it'll be Decorah 8-2 at the, the Saints of Cedar Rapids Xavier, 10-0 at Cedar Rapids Xavier High School. And in bracket D, it's Epperton Western Dubuque and the Bobcats at 8-2 at the Lancers of North Scott at, at 9-1 in Eldridge, Iowa. And uh, so let's take a look at these matchups real quick here. And, and what's intriguing to me about the Spencer starting to bluff foot matchup, that's a good matchup that's kind of a relatively uh, not long drive for either one of those schools to play, so it's going to be a very local game. Same thing with Harlan and Lewis Central of Council Bluffs. going to be a good, some good matchups over on the western side of the state. I think what we'll have, essentially this is what we'll have seed, uh, when we get to the process to the Dome, I think we'll have bracket A going against bracket B and bracket C going against bracket D just because how they set up in, in, in regional travel-wise. And, you know, I think we looked at bracket B. I think we hoped that it was going to be Oscaloosa and Lewis Central. Not the case. It's Harlan Lewis Central. Going to be still a good ball game there. Every team that makes the playoffs is always going to be a good ball game, and we're going to see that with Harlan and Lewis Central. Same thing with Spencer starting to bluff Luton. Decorah, the Decorah team have to go on the road to Cedar Rapids Xavier. It's going to intrigue me because Cedar Rapids Xavier is certainly proving that they are a strong football team and are continuing to be the defending state champions of Class 3A football, and I think very well they could defend that one more time again in Class 3A football. In bracket D, I look at this one, and I look at North Scott of Eldridge and the Lancers. They're a 3A school, but basically you could say they're almost a 4A powerhouse program, but they're in 3A because of that. Same thing with Cedar Rapids Xavier. So I think you'll see a clash of those Titans there, but that'd be a good match between the Bobcats of Everett West Dubuque and the Lancers of North Scott of Eldridge. Again, not going to be a far drive for Epperton West Dubuque to make the travel to, to North Scott and North Scott County. It's a very, it's not a very long drive. I think it's just a little over an hour or so maybe between those two programs. But a, a very uh, a interesting shot there. On to Class 2A now. And again, we're going to Class 2A and we'll take a look at the bracket in Class 2A. And in bracket A, we had Kepper County of Carroll at PC Monroe. We had West Marshall at Williamsburg. And bracket B, it was Spear Lake at Point Hall Rock Valley. OABCIG at Southeast Valley. In bracket C, Union LaPorte City at Wacon. Algona at Crestwood Cresco. In bracket D, Green County at Benton Community Van Horn. And Sheraton at West Liberty. And also in bracket D. Of the scores in Class 2A now. First round scores in bracket A. It was PCM on Monroe. 
taking care of business. 49 and nothing win over to Kemper Catholic of Carroll. The Knights of Kemper Catholic Carroll finish season out at five and four. Or sorry, five and five on the year. And PC Monroe goes to ten and zero on the year. And they will place against Williamsburg, who got the 51-32 win rematch win over West Marshall. As West Marshall would beat them in week one. Williamsburg won this one. Williamsburg goes to seven and three. West Marshall finished season out at seven and three. In bracket B now, it was Boyd Hall Rock Valley, 35-7 win over Spirit Lake. Boyd Hall Rock Valley goes to nine and one on the year. Spirit Lake goes to eight and two, or sorry, seven and three on the year to finish out the year for Spirit Lake and the Indians. And it was Southeast Valley of Gallery getting a 58-42 win over Oldable Arthur Battle Creek out of Grove. In that one, so OABCIG goes to seven and three on the year, and Southeast Valley goes to eight and two, and they move on in the bracket B. In bracket C now, it was Wacon with a 40-11 win over Union Laporte City. So Wacon goes to nine and one. Union Laporte City finishes not at six and four. And Algona got a 45-20 win over Crestwood Cresco. Algona goes to 9-1. Crestwood Cresco finishes the season out at 6-4. In bracket D now, it was Benton Community Van Horn, a 46-20 win over Green County. So Benton Community goes to 9-1. Green County finishes the season out at 8-2. And, and it was West Liberty with a 30-10 win over Sheraton. West Liberty goes to 7-3 on the year. Sheraton goes finishes out the year at 8-2. In Class 2A quarterfinal matchups will go this way in bracket A. It's Williamsburg 7-3. We'll be at PCM in Monroe 10-0. And at PCM High School in Monroe in bracket B. It'll be Southeast Valley of Gallery at 8-2 at Boyden Hall Rock Valley 9-1. In bracket C, it'll be Crestwood Cresco 7-3 at Wakana 9-1. And in bracket D, it's West Liberty 7-3 at 9-1 Benton Community Van Horn in bracket D. So as we go back and we look at this one, I think PCM will do. BCM has been a strong, dominant team in bracket A. They're going to get to Williamsburg team. They got a revenge win over West Marshall team that they lost to earlier in the year, actually back in week one. So Williamsburg is a good team, and they dominated that game, uh, you know, on Friday night against West Marshall. Southeast Valley and Boyden Hot Rock Valley. That's going to be a good matchup, I think, between those two teams. Both those teams won their district. Both those teams are going to be rather strong. Williamsburg and PCM also won their district, too. But it can be a rather strong game, I think, between Southeast Valley and Boyden Hot Rock Valley. Wacon, I think, will take care of business in bracket C. But Crescent Cresco and the Cadets could come in there and maybe play a tight game as well. In bracket D, uh, the team I've been impressed with this year is Benton Commander Van Horn. Uh, you know, they defeated West Marshall this year as well. They also defeated, uh, they, they lost to Union Laporte City. Uh, but, you know, when you look at that, Benton Commander Van Horn's been a strong team this year. And uh, not in one record is no fluke for that Benton Community Van Horn team. So getting a chance to play at home again and stand around the playoffs and going against the West Liberty team, that'll be a good game there in Van Horn just off of Highway 30 over in Benton County. That's just about, uh, I think it's about five miles just north of of Highway 30 if you're heading in there. or I know you got to take a little detour if you're heading around that area. Anyways, on to Class 1A football. And when we look at the 1A bracket, the games again in the first round was Westline and South Central Calhoun. Uh, and also in bracket A was Trainer and West of Sioux Horn. And in bracket B, Mediopolis and Bellevue. Uh, Pella Christian and Willington in bracket C. It was Bonaire and Interstate 35 at Truro. South Hamilton at Dyke New Hartford. In bracket D, it was Sumner Fredericksburg at Van Meter at West Branch at Osage. So when we go to your 1A first round playoff scores in bracket A, it was this. 
South Central Calhoun. A 10-0 win over West Slide of Inwood. South Central Calhoun goes to 10-0. West Slide of Inwood goes to 7-3 on the year. West Sioux Horton with a 49-14 win over Trainer. West Sioux Horton goes to a record at 9-1 on the year. And Trainer finishes season out at 8-2. In bracket B, it was Bellevue, 49-14 win over Mediopolis. Bellevue to 10-0. Mediopolis now season out at 8-2. And, and it's Pella Christian getting the upset win over Willington. 31-28. So Pella Christian goes to 7-3. Willington finishes out at 8-2. In bracket B. In bracket C. Interstate 35. A Truro took care of business. 35-0 over Mount Air. Interstate 35. A Truro goes to 10-0. Mount Air finishes out at 7-3. And, and Dyke New Hartford got a 42-8 win over South Hamilton to Jewel. Dyke New Hartford goes to 10-0. South Hamilton to 7-3 to finish out the season. And in bracket D, it was Van Meter with a 42-16 win over Sumner Fredericksburg. Van Meter goes to 9-0, or sorry, 10-0 in the year. Sumner Fredericksburg finishes out at 7-3. And it was West Branch with a 56-14 win over Osage. So West Branch goes to 9-1. Osage finishes the season out at 7-3 on the year. So your 1A quarterfinal matchups will go this way. And in bracket A, it's West Sioux Horton, 9-1. We'll be at South Central Calhoun at 10-0. In bracket A, in bracket B, it was Pella Christian, 7-3, at Bellevue, 10-0. In bracket C, Dyke New Hartford, 10-0, at Interstate 35, at Toro, 10-0. And that game will be at I-35. In bracket D, it's West Branch 9-1 at Van Meter 10-0. Uh, that game, of course, will be at Van Meter High School. Now, when I look at these games, as I look at these, every one of these games are intriguing because you look at bracket A, uh, West Sioux Harden and South Central Calhoun. That would be a good matchup there up in the uh, northeast, or sorry, northwest corner of the state of Iowa. In bracket B, you've got Pella, Bellevue from the northeast corner of the state of Iowa, basically playing a team from... Southeast Iowa and Pella Christian going to be a good matchup there. I think the Pella Christian Eagles and 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 Coach Cack has got that team going to well, and you're going to see that Pella Christian team going to go in and, and play a tough football game. Those three losses for Pella Christian have weren't you know fluke losses either for Pella Christian again, and so that's going to be tough there. The matchup I'm really looking at, it, and I think everybody circled that, especially when we saw the pairings out last weekend. Uh, we circled Dyke New Hartford Interstate 35 and Truro. I look at bracket C and I go. Wow, Dyke New Hartford has to go on the road to I-35 to play a playoff game in the quarterfinals, a chance to get the right to the go to the Dome. That's going to be a good matchup. I can't wait to see how the Wolverines do against uh, the Roadrunners down at I-35 in Truro uh, next Friday night. And West Branch at Van Meter, that's going to be no slouch. West Branch has kind of been a strong team. They had that one loss on the year for West Branch, but Van Meter and the Bulldogs, the defending state champions, and high school football is certainly going to try to defend that state championship. And they're one win away from getting to the Dome for the semifinal action there. On to Class A football now. And when we look at Class A and we look at the matchups that we had, in bracket A, it was Linville Soli at Hudson, Highland Riverside at Durant. In bracket B, it was Wapsie Valley at Bishop Garrigan of Algona. In bracket B, it was BGM at Brooklyn at Edgewood Colesburg. In bracket C, it was Akron Westfield at Westwood Sloan. It was West Hancock at Hinton. It was Alta Aurelia at AHSTW of Oka, Nortema at Newman Catholic of Mason City. So when we look at the games in in Class A, first round of football now, bracket A, we saw Hudson for the 
to a 22 win over Linville Sully. Hudson goes to 10-0 in the year. Linville Sully goes to a 7-3 finish of the year. And uh, it was Highland Riverside getting the upset win. 14-13 over Durant. Highland Riverside goes to 8-2. Durant for season out at 7-3. and three. In bracket B, it was Bishop Gary of Algoda with a 12-7 win over Wapsie Valley of Fairbank. And it was, uh, of course, Bishop Gary of Algoda going to a record at 10-0. Wapsie Valley going to a record at 7-3. Edward Colesburg got a 58-21 win over BGM of Brooklyn. Edward Colesburg goes to 9-1. BGM finishes not at 8-2. Bracket C now. It was Akron Westfield with a 42 to 21 win over Westwood Sloan. As Akron Westfield goes to 8 and 2 in the air, Westwood Sloan finishes not at 8 and 2. And West Hancock Britt with a 42 to 20 win over Hinton. West Hancock goes to 8 and 2. Hinton finishes now at 8 and at 2. In bracket C now, it was a couple games that went to overtime. The top game in this one went to triple overtime. AHSTW Mavoka won in triple overtime over Alta Aurelia, 30 to 28. The final score there as AHSTW Mavoka eventually the record to 10 and 0. Alta Aurelia finishes not at 7 and at 3. And the bottom game went to overtime, and Newman Catholic City won that one 31 to 28 in overtime over North Tama, Trevor, and the Red Hawks. And Newman Catholic City goes to 8 and 2, and North Tama finishes out at 8 and 2. So your Class A quarterfinal matchups will go this way. Bracket A, Highland Riverside 8 and 2 will be at Hudson and the Pirates at 10 and 0. And bracket B, it's Edward Kilsberg 9 and 1 at Bishop Garrett of Algona 10 and 0. And bracket C. It's Wes Hancock and Brett at 8 and 2. At Akron Westfield, 8 and 2. And in bracket D, Newman Catholic City, 8 and 2. At HSTW Voca, 10 and 0 in the first round of the playoff games. Now, of course, they were basically set up on basically the format of, of the higher RPI team. We'll get to host the playoff games. And uh, that is the case in this case is here. When we look at these teams, basically, if they hosted a first round playoff game, they knew they could host a second round playoff game if they won. Only if a top team in that bracket lost, and that's kind of what we saw here in Class A football. The Hudson Pirates are, are, are the team that's really been strong this year, and they're proving why they're defending state champions in the, in the Class A football. And I think they're very well a strong team to uh, defend that state championship again. They're going to go through with the Highland Riverside team that just got an upset over Durant, so can they get two up? Do they have two upsets in the game? That'll find out on Highland Riverside's side. Edward Colesburg, you know, they, uh, you know, they go in – they defeated a BGM at Brooklyn team. I thought BGM played a good year this year. Just kind of didn't get the, the recognition all season long and really was kind of a team that didn't get the respect from a lot of people this year. And, and they were playing with emotion at the beginning of the year and all that stuff. But Edred Colesburg just goes in and takes care of business there. Gets a, gets a, a low-scoring win. or Sorry, gets a, gets a big win over BGM at Brooklyn. Keep BGM to 21 points. Get the big win. They're going to go against Golden Bear team that just put up 12 points against Wapsie Valley. And that's only 12 points against Wapsie Valley. But they allowed 7 points in the game. So Bishop Garrett's going to have to have their end game in this bracket B game. When I look at bracket C and I, and I look here, you're expecting a Westwood Sloan and Hinton matchup here. These two teams got the upset wins. These two teams are going to be the play the spoilers here in Class A football. And West Hancock and the Eagles at 8-2 have played a pretty good year this year. Uh, from what I've understood from our uh, from my uh, buddies up in there in the uh, Brit area, that this team is a really good football team. And Akron Westfield and, and the Westerners are going to be a, t a tough opponent. We'll find that out next week at Akron Westfield. 
and then we got uh, you got Newman Kenamese City. They took care of business against North Tama. They went uh, they won the game. Yes, it took overtime there. And AHC Team of Yucca had to go to triple overtime to take care of business. So my question about those two teams are which team is less tired there? Newman Academy City is going to have to get on a bus and make the long drive there. AHC Team of Volca had the short jump back over to the other beds and, and be ready to go. And they just played a triple overtime game at home. So they're going to be a, a, a tired team. But hey, what can you say about that? And we go to eight man football now and eight man football. Here's your eight-man football for you. In bracket A is Midland, Wyoming, and Iowa Valley of Marengo. You have New London at Gladbrook, Rhinebeck. In bracket B, Northwood, Kenseth at Arweva Westside. New Alfonda at Southeast Warren Liberty Center. In bracket C, Stanton at Exira, Ilcourt, and Campbellton. Lennox at Fremont Mills of Tabor. In bracket D, it was Rockford at Turkey Valley and Central City at Don Bosco. So when we go to the first-round scores in eight-player football, we go this, bracket A. It was Iowa Valley Marengo, 92 to 46 win over Midland, Wyoming. Iowa Valley Marengo goes to 10 and 0. Midland, Wyoming finishes out at 9 and 2. You have New London with a 60 to 12 win over Gladbrook Rhinebeck. New London goes to 9 and 1. Gladbrook Rhinebeck, 7 and 3 in their first year of eight-man football. Not a bad year. They actually had a 12 to 7 lead in that ballgame. Gladbrook Rhinebeck did, and uh, lost that. New London outscored Gladbrook Rhinebeck uh, from that point on. Uh, you know, 53 to nothing outscored. Gladbach right back after a 12-7 lead for Gladbach right back in that football game. In bracket B, it was Arweva Westside with a 27-6 win over North Dakota. Arweva Westside goes to 10-0 on the year. North Dakota finishes not at 8-2. And, and Southeast Warren Liberty Center, 47-31 win. Southeast Warren Liberty Center goes to 11-0 on the year. And New Alfonda finishes not at 8-2. In bracket C now, it's Xyra Elkhorn Kempleton with a 51-14 win over Stanton. Xyra Elkhorn Kempleton goes to 9-1. Stanton finishes 9-7-3. And Fremont Mills and Tabor at 61-8 win over Lennox. Fremont Mills and Tabor goes to 9-1. And Lennox finishes 9-7-3. In bracket D, it was Rockford getting the upset win over Turkey Valley. 64-58. Rockford goes to 9-1. Turkey Valley for season out at 8-2. And, and Don Bosco and Gilbert Milton and the Dons with a 62-47 win over Central City. Central City finishes out at 8-2. Don Bosco goes to 9-1 on the year. So your eight-player quarterfinal matchups will go this way. In bracket A is New London. 9-1. They will be at Iowa Valley Marengo. 10-0. And, and in bracket B, it's Southeast Warner Liberty Center. 11-0. Take it on our Weaver West side. 10 and 0 in bracket C. It is Tremont Mills with Tabor and 9 and 1. Take it on Xyra Acorn Kimbleton 9 and 1. And in bracket D, it's Rockford 9 and 1 and Don Bosco at 9 and 1. So we have three undefeated teams left in eight player football. Two of those undefeated teams are going against each other in bracket B, uh, which will be a good matchup there. But when I look at this on New London, they just did business um, on their own side of football, and I know they had, I, think, I believe their loss this year for New London actually came to Iowa Valley Marengo, so they're getting a revenge matchup against Iowa Valley Marengo uh, in bracket A to chance to get to the Dome, and, and that could be a good ball game to see how that pans out for New London, and New London, like you said, they were trailing to Gladbach Rhinebeck 12-7, outscored Gladbach Rhinebeck 53 to nothing down the stretch in that ball game, so they go on to win that football game, but, you know, ahead of them is Iowa Valley Marengo, who uh, blew out middle of the Wyoming in that first round game. 
In bracket B, that's going to be the game I think really everybody's going to keep an eye on in bracket B in eight-player football, although we've seen Rockford and Don Bosco. We'll get to that minute, Chip, in a minute here. But uh, bracket B, we got Southeast Warren Liberty Center, a team 11-0, uh, going against RW Westside 10-0. And, and uh, arguably, this has to be the eight-player game for the quarterfinals. I think uh, out of the four games that we'll have in the quarterfinal game, that has to be our true quarterfinal major game. And I'm going to be intrigued to see that one. In bracket C, I look at Fremont Mills and Tabor and Exciter Campbellton. That'll be a good matchup. I believe those two teams may have gone against each other in the regular season. I can't remember uh, through my notes, all my notes here. So I believe they might have gone against each other. But if I'm, if I'm mistaken, it's going to be a good matchup over there in, in uh, the western half of the state. Rockford and Don Bosco, 9-1 teams. I believe they both went against each other in, in district play this year. Uh, uh, or I believe it was in uh, eight-man football that they went against each other this season. Um, if it wasn't a district play, uh, but it was in district play, and, and that I believe was uh, Rockford was a team that defeated Northern Kansas. Don Bosco lost to Northern Kansas, uh, but they defeated North or defeated Rockford earlier in the year. So this is a rematch from earlier in the year in district play between those two teams. So it'll be sure a good matchup in eight man quarter final games uh, there. So. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you're not seeing all of our graphics. You can check all the graphics out by watching on our YouTube page as well. So beyond the quarterfinal game, here's our remaining schedule. The, after the quarterfinals, all the games will move to the Uni Dome in Cedar Falls. The semifinals will start up, and it'll start up on Thursday, November 8th with eight-player and Class 3A semifinal games on Thursday, November 8th. Your Class A and 4A semifinal games are on Friday, November 9th, and your Class... 1A and 2A semifinal games will be held on Saturday, November the 10th. Then the following week, your championship games will take place at the Indian Dome Cedar Falls. And those will start up on Thursday, November 15th with the eight-player championship game, followed by the Class A championship game, then a little break. Then I'll have back in prime time the Class 3A championship game. On Friday, November 16th, 1A championship game earlier in the day, followed by the 2A championship game, then a little break. Then the 4A championship game in primetime Friday, November 16th at the Union Dome in Cedar Falls. All semifinals and championship games will be live on IHSN and the NBC Sports Chicago and the Hy-Vee Championship Network as well on the NBC Sports app. So check that out as well at IHSN.com for more information on NBC Sports Chicago and where you can find it on all your uh, your streaming devices. You, a lot of the streaming devices have that now or you can find it on uh, DirecTV now 665 uh uh, 665, I should say, or 665-1 if it's on the Plus channel. Anyways, there. For more information, you can always check out all the information about all the playoff teams related to postseason information by going to IAHSAA.org. Check out the information there as well. And for all the stats of all state along about the teams, to learn more about the teams as they get ready for the next round of the playoffs or to get your stuff ready to go for the playoff games coming up at the Union Open Cedar Falls in a couple of weeks or uh, learning about all the games there. You can check that out as well at quickstatsiowa.com. And they even have, you'll go to the website and they'll even tell you that there's a new uh, app uh, you can download. It's called, I believe it's called the Varsity app or something like that. You can download that. But you go to quickstatsiowa.com. You'll find all the information, all the stats there as well at quickstatsiowa.com on all the teams. So that's all we're going to have. Normally we'd have on our Football Friday Live Saturday scoreboard show, we'd go back and we'd highlight it. Every, uh, we'd go through the college football game schedule for you on a Saturday. 
We're just not going to do that this week. We're going to say wrapping it up here with this. But we thank you for watching and listening to the Iowa High School Football Playoff Show here on the Fox Man Sports Network, here on the Football Friday Live Special Edition on Fox Man Sports Network. I'm Jerry Fox saying so long for now. Thanks for listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.